0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Okay. Come through, Queen. I want to see you come through, Queen.
1: Hi, everyone. It's Dan and Brendan.
2: And this has come through Queen.
0: (laughs) Hi. All right. Well, here you've got it. I'm in my apartment. Hey,
2: Brendan.
1: Hey, Dan. Uh, How much, like, stock do you think Zoom, like, how much are their stocks going up?
2: I actually thought about this while I was taking a shower this morning. I, I was thinking, like. I would be surprised if Amazon hasn't like bought Zoom by now or something.
1: Right. Everyone's talking about Zoom. Zoom who's, is like
2: who's Zoom and who?
1: It's like Zoom and social distancing are like the two terms that have become part of like the cultural zeitgeist in a major way in the past few weeks that just like wasn't weren't on anyone's radar before this. I mean yeah. Zoom kind of, because people do Zoom meetings, but like everyone's talking about zoom these days
2: i know i was actually surprised to see that i had zoom already downloaded
1: right because everyone's been in a zoom meeting but like nobody's talking about zoom like they've been talking
2: about zoom yeah yeah yeah, yeah. uh speaking of things people are talking about brendan <clears throat> luckily you got on the train at the right time for once
1: i jumped on the train so i've said it here before that sometimes i don't jump on the netflix train at the right time so i miss the train <laughs> so like that was like love island that was the circle that was etc love is but blind with,
2: I, I also like how you oh say love that. is
1: blind yeah i,
2: I like how you say, <laughs> when you say etc it sounds like you're saying excedrin <laughs> e- e-
1: excedrin um but with tiger king i jumped on the train at just the right moment yeah. And I knew, I told myself that <laughs> night, I was like, I need to get on this Tiger King train or I will miss it. And I jumped on and yeah. we zoomed right along.
2: Yeah, I I think like the the trailer popped up while we were searching for something else over this past weekend. I was like, I don't know about this. And as soon as everyone was hooting and hollering online, I was like, okay, I got to get in.
1: I've never been more satisfied by of viewing experience i've never been more enthralled by the twists and turns of of viewing experience i don't want to spoil anything about it but- well
2: actually why don't we why don't we say now if you have not i think we already have sold it right in sure. terms of like if you're listening to us you should listen you should watch tiger king
1: yeah so, if so you i'm want- gonna
2: put i'm gonna put uh time If if you haven't watched it yet, skip ahead. We'll talk about the Potomac trailer in just a bit. Mm
1: -hmm. But
2: let's we need to do a free-for-all conversation about Tiger King.
1: Okay. The end of episode three.
2: Two, I think. Two? Was it two? Yeah.
1: The biggest twist. Like, I was, it was literal, y'all wanted a twist, like moments when this is when we found out that carol baskin might have killed her husband
2: so what what sucked for me is it was like semi-spoiled for me okay in terms of like i saw something like she killed her husband or she killed him or something like in relation to the tiger king and like a woman killing someone i knew something was going to happen
1: because
2: i saw a tweet
1: okay yeah well yeah that's twitter for you that's Twitter exactly.
2: for you. They're not going to give you time stamps.
1: Um, other moments, like some of those men that, uh, what's his name? Exotic Joe got. Boyfriends
2: or like workers, worker bees. No, the, the partners, husbands, the especially, husbands. Especially, the, especially the last husband. I was like, really? Like well, this is. Well, proud of him for like finding a gay man. Not proud of him for it might be pedophilia
1: right also like there's some weird abusive behavior in general there so and like the first two were are straight or identify as straight the one got new teeth
2: yeah good for him very very happy to, to see him thriving
1: there's a twitter thread out there also um with like somebody who did a podcast about joe exotic
2: before this came out
1: before this came out and it goes into a lot of details about things that aren't quite touched on in the documentary including um the one worker who lost their arm actually is a, yeah is a trans man and is like misgendered through the entire documentary when they're in it yeah so there's like a lot of weird intricacies that aren't quite in the documentary that are in this twitter thread which was really interesting
2: um we kept saying in this household how many times everyone who was being interviewed either wanted to or they did and they just edited out calling Joe the F word.
1: Mm-hmm. Especially when that one guy called him the Tiger Queen.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: That guy was the worst.
2: Oh, that uh the guy with like the beautiful wig.
1: That guy in that warehouse, he reminded me with a of the lemur. Yeah, are you familiar with Best Little Whorehouse in Texas at all? No. Okay, so there's like a character in that film, beautiful film, and also a musical, but beautiful film. Uh that has like the same haircut as he does, and he's like the he's the bad guy in that move in that movie. And, and that's he's what the that bad guy-, guy
2: again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh okay. Basically One- everyone
1: is a bad guy in this
2: though. Uh except for Saf. Seth is a good person. Um, Another good person. Carol's dead husband's uh, assistant. Ex-wife, oh. Not the ex-wife. The assistant.
1: The ex-wife was named Gladys, right?
2: Yeah, but I'm not talking Um, about her.
1: Oh, then there's the one woman who escaped from dr who's a what
2: i know like we need a dr Antle show
1: i know we need everything and if you look into the sanctuary or whatever they call it that dr Antle runs you will see a lot of famous faces including one beyonce Knowles.
2: which that shocked me because i didn't know beyonce let people take her photo
1: this was that photo seemed like it was like from yesteryear Yesteryear, when people were allowed to take her photo.
2: Okay. Uh, yeah, Leanne from Little Mix follows Doc Antle's Safari. Mm-hmm.
1: So does Gus, Gus Kenworthy. Kenworthy.
2: Um, although they're just
1: like the people that I follow that follow him.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it was confusing though. How at the end of the movie it seemed like he was like on the verge of being busted and yet his social media makes it seem like they continue to thrive
1: right because at the end of the movie that was another fucking twist when they say that he has been they it, it alleges that he has been euthanizing tiger cubs so basically running a thing where they breed tiger cubs but then when they get out of like the cuteness phase where they can be with people they euthanize them and like start over
2: I mean, the fact that they even had to out, like outwardly say that, I just assume that like they're making their money from petting the cubs, right? Not from keeping hundreds of full size tigers.
1: Mm-hmm. But know? they still are keeping hundreds of full size tigers
2: also can we
1: get into how they feed them in the uh the oklahoma one in the exotic joe one they go to get walmart's expired meat and they feed themselves and the animals with that
2: well they explained a little trick that i'd never realized in terms of like if if you go to the checkout line with meat and then decide you don't want it or something or i don't even know they can't put it back
1: is that a policy everywhere or just Walmart?
2: Probably like most places. Cause you That's don't know like how long it was sitting in the car. Right. Blah, blah, blah. Um, okay. One thing they, they bring up in I think it was like episode one, a magician boy who taught Joe magi- magic. Beautiful. And, and I no, but I thought they were planting a seed that we would see later, <laughs> like something happened with that boy, but then like when we never hear about him again.
1: Right. You do you do magic now?
2: I know, Adrian Malouf, Kat, Kathy Hilton. <laughs> Kathy should have taught Joe magic. <laughs> All right, I'll, a slight complaint is I feel like the last two episodes of the seven didn't quite have the same magic as the first five. Well,
1: I think that's because once everything's like opened up, you yeah. can't necessarily go through more twists and turns. Yeah. But like the first, the first one, like several were like so chaotic.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I did like focusing on Carol for a whole episode. Mm-hmm. I think we focused on Doc for like a majority of one episode. Definitely. And I loved checking in with them. <laughs> Carol, <laughs> to <laughs> a me, a good woman.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> jimbo said that i was carol which i'll i'll take
2: okay i don't i don't know if this is controversial but like sometimes if you close your eyes and just listen to carol she kind of sounded like hillary clinton
1: i texted this to the thread oh you did okay i did
2: <laughs> didn't she is that controversial to say? no
1: i think that she actually does sound like her and like appearance wise isn't that far off in a lot of ways could,
2: could be a cousin i would say
1: yeah, it's like the the tone of voice, and like I actually like I liked I liked the voice. <laughs> yeah,
2: but like everyone is just so bad.
1: I know it's like it's like watching a bunch of just bad people be bad and rat each other out. It's it's such a watchable show. It's like one of those shows that's like lightning in a bottle, and you can never recreate it because it's just like it is this psycho what it is
2: but the fact that so much is filmed i still can't even wrap my head around that
1: well i think it was because so joe was obsessed with filming everything because he thought he was a star and then i think that like carol got swindled by the filmmakers into a narrative that she thought was going to happen that didn't happen you know she like I think she thought she was going to look like she was saving the world and that yeah. didn't pan out.
2: I mean, I, I, at first I thought like so much of this footage was from that inside edition guy, but then we see that blowing up to right. me. That was a big moment.
1: Yeah. Another huge moment. Jeez.
2: Oh my God. Wow. So yeah. I mean, sound often in our Facebook group to talk more about, Tiger King.
1: I mean, we realize this is off topic for what we usually do, but it's
2: worth it. No, I mean it's this like while it's a documentary, this is a reality show. Yeah. 1,000%. I mean that's what Joe always wanted this to be. Right. And oh my god, I do have to say one last thing. Like the the parts when they would talk about like how he would be acting up when the cameras were rolling with with the workers and everything. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was at Sir with, like, Lisa yelling at the staff. <laughs> like, this could have been a show.
1: Or, like, when we're recording Come Through Queen and we're not recording and you're yelling at me. Yeah, just like that, too.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get into the other big news of the week.
1: So, we got a gift this week. A and gift, that- gift-
2: I guess that we, we didn't expect so soon after Beverly Hills. Yeah.
1: It's, to me, it's like, I thought they would actually do the opposite and like stagger things more, you know?
2: Yeah. Well, I, I guess think, they
1: have to fill time.
2: Well, so what we're talking about is the, the Potomac trailer. Uh, my theory is that since there's not the three-part Atlanta reunion since nothing was filmed. Mm -hmm. It might have gotten moved up.
1: Interesting. Yeah. I could agree with that.
2: So let's talk about the Potomac trailer.
1: Okay. So what was the stat I sent around today? So the Potomac, Potomac is the first franchise to have four OGs make it to season five. And that is Karen Giselle, Ashley, and Robin. Legends legends
2: yeah um they're coming back i think it's like may 2nd or something
1: third i think
2: yeah it's it's they're going back to sunday
1: do you think we'll still be quarantined then Yeah. yeah
2: yeah we will um this trailer unlike new york and beverly hills like there's not a question of whether we have a good season ahead of us.
1: Right. So let's actually talk about that for a second. Because, like, Beverly Hills always does, like, a super choppy, choppy, chop, chop, job of, like... Which I think giving, w-
2: this time was less.
1: Yeah, but, like, gives us, like, moments. And they have, like, a narrative... The Beverly Hills had the narrative of, like, introducing Garcelle, so that was a thing. New York always does... Always does comedy. Yeah. Always does comedy and ends it with like the funny music. Chaos.
2: Like the chaos, funny music. This one,
1: it was like started with the narrative and ended with the narrative and had everything else in between, which I appreciated. Yeah. It almost started like one of those like episodes where like you're getting the aftermath and then you rewind to what actually happened. Media and res median res yes yeah and it's basically like we start with them all talking like reacting to what happened between what we know now is um monique and candace right yeah and it's all of the other women reacting and saying basically saying that like is a bad look as black women to have this kind of behavior happen. Yes. And then at the end of the trailer, we get like to see what actually happened, which we all read about in news reports and on Reddit and all that stuff.
2: Well, we didn't even get to truly see it. It was like a chaotic editing job.
1: Right. Which we'll see it it. when it
2: airs. Yeah. Uh, Also in contrast to Beverly Hills, it felt like, They would still have a mid-season trailer in them.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
2: Um, Let's go woman by woman. Okay. Let's start with Giselle, who's usually like the least interesting for her own plot point,
1: but she's good at like, like getting herself under the skin of other people. Usually,
2: except this time, like she seems to have maybe the most plot Mm -hmm. with with her ex-husband filming with her. Right. Uh, and the kids don't seem to like that. I wonder how far we're going to go with this if he is even that, sticks around. Was that other
1: man her ex-husband's like other child or just like a friend? Do you no, know they, what I'm talking about?
2: I it don't was think. Like a, that was like an older man. It
1: was It was like a man who was younger than Giselle, obviously. it's. It felt like a stepchild, but I could be wrong.
2: I'm pretty sure that's like a gay friend of hers i thought it was
1: a gay stepchild
2: (laughs) no i don't think so
1: from the way he talked i don't know (laughs) yeah i'm I'm wrong definitely
2: (laughs) uh yeah so i'm i'm curious to see that we only got like a little bit of robin and it, it did not include the proposal
1: right but it's the little bit of Robin. it's trying to get us to think that there's trouble in paradise or know that there's trouble in paradise
2: yeah But we know the truth that there is a proposal on the horizon.
1: Right. But that, who knows if that was before or after, you know?
2: Yeah, true. Uh, With Monique, it's kind of just like some boring, like, stop looking at your phone, kids. Can we talk?
1: Well, there was also something with Chris that I didn't, like, really understand. And it was, like, some scene where they're drinking out of wine glasses where it's not like... Did you notice that the wine glasses seem to be, like, diagonal? I know.
2: It's just, like, a fancy wine glass that I didn't But, like,
1: like. weird-ass fancy.
2: That that was, like, the kind of stuff we saw during our registry shopping where it's, like, I just want a normal wine glass. Like, I don't want some crazy shit.
1: Right. So there seems – they're trying to, like, hint at something troublesome there, but I don't really think so because I think Chris is a good man and will stand by Monique no matter what. yeah. But I mean at the end of the trailer, we do get her being like, maybe this show isn't leave. for me. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Um who else? Ashley.
2: Ashley. Now, okay, she's losing the sex drive.
1: And Michael confesses that he was in some hotel with someone after being in a room with strippers. Yeah. I just like I want so much better for Ashley. <laughs> Come on. You are younger than me, girl, and you're dating like the cryptkeeper. No offense.
2: I've been, I've been be fo- ages. I've been following her, and she loves her son a lot. So she has something good going on. That's good. Yeah. He's walking these days. That's good. Yeah.
1: What is his name?
2: <sighs> Michael Is Dean. it Michael? Yeah, Michael. Oh, it's Dean. Michael. Yeah.
1: Uh, I'm one of those named mm. after someone.
2: Mm. <laughs> um, okay, Karen. Karen. This... Maybe my favorite parts of the trailer. She's she,
1: Karen, is one of the best housewives as far as television sake goes. She, in confessional and out of confessional, is brilliant ways that others aren't I was just watching I think like I think Pet Shop Boy was posting a clip of her on his Instagram story today from one of the trips where every other woman was in heels and Karen was wearing
2: CVS shoes CVS shoes
1: she's um, so good and then in that fucking bowl cut in that confessional oh at the i end. love that
2: little bob it's so beautiful i think it's like one of her best confessional looks <laughs> it really is yeah uh but she and uh the black bell gates seem to be in trouble
1: i know he doesn't love her anymore apparently according to this trailer
2: it, yeah uh things have changed sad 25 years of marriage. I did love her in, in that little parade that she was throwing. I don't really understand the context. Yeah, but what was the parade for? But I hope it's for LaDame. La so, Dame like, parade. three people? Yeah. Uh, okay, I... I feel like we had rumors going around that Dr. Wendy was a dud.
1: She seems to not be able to take her foot off of Ashley's neck, which... I love.
2: Good. Call her Dr. Wendy.
1: I, and you know, I think I already, I stand the first time we talked about her because I was pulling, remember I was pulling up clips of her on like CNN and stuff?
2: Yeah, yeah. She was
1: great. We haven't talked about Candace.
2: Candace. So she peed on a stick. I don't think, is she? I don't think she's pregnant present day.
1: Yeah.
2: We haven't, I mean, Potomac usually films. Like, well in advance of the season Right, but this
1: year, they moved it up, remember? Did they move it up? They moved it up. They started filming almost right after the season wrapped.
2: I know. I just have no sense of time anymore.
1: I know, either do I. It's like, the only thing keeping me with a sense of time is like a new episode of Drag Race on Friday.
2: Oh, yeah, something, Fridays are a drag. Though someone
1: on my, um... (laughs) work happy virtual happy hour pointed yeah. out that tomorrow's episode is all about Gray's Anatomy it's like Gay's Anatomy so it's gonna be all like jokes about medical stuff and like oh, no. as, like we're gonna have to deal with that shit <laughs> it's supposed to be escapism
2: yeah she bet they already had uh, what's her face um, Meredith Grey
1: Ellen Pompeo
2: Ellen Pompeo she's already been a guest so it won't be her again yeah. That's like, we always complain about that. Like, why didn't we not have Gay's Anatomy when Ellen was there? Have they ever had Sandra O? Oh? No. they I mean, even like Shonda Rhimes would be great. I think tomorrow's like Normani. Yeah, and Normani judging <laughs> Gay's <Gaze> Anatomy. Fuck. <laughs> why can't they do it right for once?
1: Jeez. Oh, my God. Is that it for the Potomac trailer?
2: Yeah, that's it for the Potomac trailer uh since we're talking about drag race anything you want to say about it
1: okay so really loving this season and i think it's like added with like all the stress and anxiety and everything of like what we're going through as a world
2: i mean it's more of a highlight of the week than it has ever been not has ever been but has been for years just because like we have so little
1: yeah. But I mean, like, I also think there's a really good group of queens like minus one, obviously yeah. for a really memorable group. And then I just like am rooting for so many of them. I don't even know how to pick a favorite. I am mad by the elimination that happened last week. It was not deserved and Aiden Zane should have been on the bottom.
2: Yeah, that was rough.
1: That much is obvious.
2: Yeah. And it's crazy the turnaround that they've been able to have in terms of editing sherry out of the episodes
1: it's they don't mention her at all but then she'll win the challenge
2: (laughs) (laughs) like always in the top clearly going to be in the top four Mm -hmm. but like she's just going to be a ghost that appears in the top four and then is not in the final episode
1: and i will i i want to give like VH1 credit for that like taking yeah. this seriously and like doing the right thing and it's gonna like look wonky probably like 10 years down the road when everyone forgets and is re-watching Drag Race but like truly doing the right thing in this yeah. instance
2: you know what's gonna suck though um I've been getting back to like running in this economy mm-hmm. and love to run to like a RuPaul cast version of a song and it's going to suck when we have a sherry pie on, a, on that song. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that's it for now. Let's take a break, have a word from our sponsor, and we'll be back with our shows. Woo-hoo. And now, a word about our sponsor, Best Fiends. If you haven't tried it yet, you simply must check out Best Fiends a mobile puzzle game where you match three or more of the same color, all while building your team of these cool bug characters. I just hit level 84 now, and my team of bug pals are starting to be as large as the cast of characters on the Vanderpump Rules title card. I can't get enough, because it's a fun way to spend some time using the old noggin to solve these puzzles instead of just scrolling through social media over and over again. And since it's on my phone, I always have it with me whenever I want to hop in and play. Engage your brain with fun puzzles and collect tons of Q characters. Trust me, with over 100 million downloads, this five-star rated mobile puzzle game is a must-play. Download Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. And we're back with Atlanta. Grease
1: lightning.
2: I think this is probably the last episode in Greece.
1: Have we gotten a, gl- like a glimpse of Mama Diane in, gl- in Greece at all?
2: I think we got a gl- uh Well, she was there in the sidewalk of the airport. Right. We did get a glimpse of Nikita Kenya's nanny this episode. Right. I don't remember seeing... Ms. Diane.
1: I wanted to see Ms. Diane on the beach with both the children. Like, we saw her post that yeah. on Instagram earlier this year or yeah. last year, whatever. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, but we're picking up from that event. The,
1: the event where Nini was throwing popcorn at Kenya, but everyone, everyone kept calling it peanuts, but I thought it was popcorn.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Um, I do want to say, and I think this, you probably noticed this as well. When, they were, when one of them says, the, sh, the, sh, uh, the party goes on without you. And the other one says, the party goes on without you too, bitch.
1: They mean the show.
2: Yeah, because they have both left for a season.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I thought that was like the most interesting part of this fight.
1: It's, it's Was Kenya only a season that she left?
2: Yeah. It feels
1: like when she left, it felt like longer than when Nini left to me.
2: Yeah. And there was, for Nini, it was like there was one season where she was 100% gone and then there was one season where she was a friend. Right. Right? I think
1: so, yeah. Yeah. You're right.
2: Um, but I thought that was, because I think that goes down to the root of what, we're, what they are trying to do. Is they're trying to like obliterate the other one.
1: Like get them off the show. They think it's their own show and they want the other one off the show.
2: Yeah. So, But really like
1: if you think about it, if you really truly think about it, whose show is it right now? It's Candy's show. Interesting. I think it's Candy's show.
2: Fun fact, we like randomly tuned into Matt Singer last night like while eating dinner because – like Alex had to like get back to work after dinner. So we just wanted something on in the background and the night angel was singing
1: mm-hmm. and
2: the night angel is so clearly Candy Burris and like the guesses, the judges are throwing out to op- obfuscate that fact. Like, Oh, it's Taraji P. Oh my
1: God. <laughs> uh
2: Yeah so just fun fact uh speaking of candy's various shows uh how much do you
1: think you get paid to be on that show mass singer
2: i mean it's got to be a scale in terms of
1: how famous you are etc what (laughs) yeah or how far you make it how far you make it yeah right
2: but i think i mean i think the bait i think i think everyone has a different base though okay like, everyone probably has a base, and then how far you make it gets added onto that, maybe. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's, I want to get a little bit more into this uh, in terms of it's like very classic terrible apologies. So they're talking about the buffalo, which is the heart of what's going on here.
1: Yeah. So basically, what happened last year at the Seagrams party or whatever is kenya did a surprise appearance and nini said that and nini was wrong in this because the way nini remembers it is wrong nini said that basically that it looks like kenya is gonna birth a
2: buffalo yeah i'm sure in, in like nini's mind her thought process was like kenya is a buffalo birthing another buffalo Right. Like it's not like she was like, "Oh, I'm going to go after this baby."
1: Right. Um but it it turns in Kenya's but, mind yeah. it turns into you're going after my baby for saying yeah. this. And I will say for like if we're going for like who's actually accurate in this. Yeah. It is Kenya, right? Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, for sure. She's accurate, but like I don't I think it's like accurate intention. For, a, for a point that doesn't really matter that much. Like we all know Nini was not going after your baby. Like, you know right. this, Kenya. You're not dumb. Right. Um, but, okay, so what annoyed me was all the ladies applauding Nini's apology. <laughs> which was like, if this hurts you, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, and there was a point where, like, Portia, who I love, was, like, trying to get – kenya to be like did you just hear that did you just hear that apology from nini yeah and it wasn't an apology
2: but at the same so so at that moment i was on kenya's side but then in this episode they actually showed a a flashback from the prior episode of kenya apologizing to cynthia Mm -hmm. and kenya also said that she was sorry for hurting your feelings to cynthia so it's like if you're gonna dish that shit. You got to take the same shit back.
1: So I think like Real Housewives should actually, with apologies, call me because I am like, (laughs) in my family, I am known as the apologizer. I will apologize for nothing. Like everything and nothing. And like apologize if I literally know I did nothing wrong because I want to move on. And I will give a genuine apology for eh, not even doing anything. There's a famous story where... My sister, Molly, who listens.
2: Yeah, Um, who's posting, uh, promoting other podcasts in our group. um, I think that's grounds for banning, right, Brendan? (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I apologize to you, Molly, (laughs) if I hurt your feelings.
1: We were on a family vacation and she was still sleeping. And it was like in the afternoon, by this point and she was still sleeping in like the room that my part of my extended family was sharing. So like we all kind of like share yeah. different bedrooms and I walked through probably at 2 PM and she <laughs> yells at me. I yelled, I went so the bat, like I went through to the bathroom probably to change into like my bathing suit or something. She yells at me and then like, and I don't even respond. And then she's still mad once she like comes down to the beach. So you know what I did? I apologize to her. Wow. And that is the story of Brendan Davis as a person.
2: Wow, wow, wow. No, I like, yeah, I mean, like to me, I get like apologizing to just like smooth things over. But Mm -hmm. if I am genuinely sorry about something, I would never say like, I am sorry if I hurt your feelings. That's like the worst thing you can say.
1: Right. And if I'm genuinely sorry about something, I am up your butt trying to apologize. Like I feel awful and yeah. I feel so guilty. It's like the Catholic guilt thing, like yeah. anxiety ridden shit. So like none of these apologies are ever real.
2: But what? it's funny, like why is this never a talking point during our reunion? I'm sure it has been, right? No. Hmm. Andy never says... Why are you saying, I, I'm i sorry if I hurt your feelings? I would love for him to ask that one time.
1: I mean, CC Andy Cohen, if we ever get cameras up at a reunion ever, yeah. ever again.
2: Or maybe we're going to get a Zoom reunion. I would love that. I would love it.
1: Zoom culture is, I, there would actually be like an added element of like unwellness to a Zoom reunion. If you watch the Rosie O'Donnell show on Sunday, oh my you God. can see like how awry things can go. It was actually I thought it was really good and well done, but like there were moments that were psycho.
2: Uh, it was a little too long.
1: I I sat there for the entire time.
2: Yeah. No, but I mean, on a different end of the spectrum, the view is doing a pretty good job of like making do. Yeah. So like, why can't we get, uh, like, a Brady Brunt bunch squares at like the view and like go to town
1: and can we can we give a moment to sarah haynes and how she's stood up and rejoined a show she wasn't on anymore and is now like at the helm her and sonny are like the matriarchs of that show right now
2: (laughs) how do we like go back to sarah strahan and kiki like how do we go back to that
1: sarah really needs to rejoin the show i mean it it's necessary. And now that I am a mod, an admin <laughs> <laughs> on the official Sarah Haynes Facebook
2: page. Wait, now that we're talking about our perfect opportunity, opportunity for you as admin to promote this <laughs> podcast. That's true. I mean, hello. <laughs> Who's going to stop you?
1: I know. The one weird person I messaged who gave me admin status on this Facebook page after I... Like just said I volunteer in a comment, meanwhile, that Facebook page has like almost four thousand people in it.
2: Are you the sole admin
1: i'm the other person gave up, so like I think they're still an admin, but like I'm the only working admin. So I know, but you
2: but you need to like <laughs> take control and remove that other one. No,
1: I'm the one approving all the new people
2: <laughs> Brendan
1: why did I take this on? I literally like my job always keeps me up like around the clock and now i decided to take on this new task wow oh my god (laughs) wow (laughs) so join so join it i think it's called official sarah haynes fan page
2: can you not promote other things (laughs) we have enough to promote on this podcast Uh, i don't even think we mentioned on the top did we our uh patreon content that we posted earlier this week some great uh conversation in a pre-coronavirus world that we had about uh shows that we liked watching growing up
1: yeah i think that's like i think what we did and i think it's a very interesting conversation on like media intake and like what what forms you as a person right Mm -hmm. um it's very interesting go watch and then go say what formed you
2: yeah, and we have more DC recaps coming next week, so listen to episode... I mean, watch episode two of DC if you have not already. That's your homework for this weekend. Cool.
1: Let's get back into Atlanta, because we just went on a big tangent. Yeah, okay,
2: Kenya and Marlo. So Marlo wanted to have a conversation with Kenya. Mm-hmm. And at first I was annoyed with Kenya not wanting to take it in, but then we had the flashback of Marlo saying, like... Well, her mom doesn't want anything to do with her. And I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot. That was right. pretty much a low point. <laughs> right. And <laughs> like, the thing about franchise. Atlanta is
1: that they'll say shit about each other.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's like, but then at the same time, like, the Kenya Moore hair care bit, like, really fucks up so many of Kenya's arguments mm-hmm. that, like, really no one can win at this point other right. than Tanya. Tanya's our only winner. Queen. Uh, and I think that's pretty much that night.
1: Right. And then the next morning, we get the two different camps basically, like yeah. breakfast time,
2: talk breakfast time. Breakfast time. Something that drove me, like made my skin crawl, was when Cynthia was making eggs in the nonstick pan and like mixing it with a metal fork that's a no-no that's a that that's a serious no-no
1: Carla lolly music would tell you no Cynthia.
2: <laughs> as would as would daniel calabrese
1: did you see cynthia and lou were live on instagram earlier today okay
2: can you, you text something about this and then you didn't explain yourself
1: i was just i literally was just like they are live right now if you want to tune in
2: so they're they're live like in the same room, or as a guest of each other? No, because everyone's going
1: live together. Everyone's going oh, live, and you got okay. the two. You got the upstairs. You got the downstairs. Okay, everyone's downstairs. going live. All I was pointing out was that they were live. If anyone wanted to tune in, I was like doing a good service as a friend.
2: Oh, I I read it as they are living together, but you wrote they are live together. My brain. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're such a bimbo. Okay,
2: who is the host? cynthia oh interesting yeah like do they have anything to say
1: no they were just like boringly talking about like whatever's going on just like everyone's doing right now yeah everyone's doing the same thing like jumping into each other's lives and talking about like what's happening
2: sure but i love instagram lives same i mean you are like a truly a champion for them
1: well i'm like i also like i'm in the weird space where i work for a I do work for a situation where I need to figure out how to leverage that in my yeah. professional life. So like figuring that it out yeah. and whatever. Okay. What else from Atlanta?
2: Portia and Tanya, a great sisterhood. Yeah. Uh, Nini does have Pep and her which we've been complaining about all season.
1: Yeah. I, I want to go back to Portia and Tanya. I think, Portia will be the driving force that keeps Tanya around. I don't mm. necessarily think Tanya will be given a peach, but I think because of the connection to Portia, yeah. who is one of the all stars, one of the rocks, yeah. yeah, Tanya will still be around. Okay, that's all I want. I, yeah, that's all I want is Tanya.
2: Okay, so they're all kind of just like talking about what happened the night before, whatever. It's like surprising that we're going to bounce back from that and go to Lohan Beach Club together.
1: Can I say one thing before we move on to Lohan Beach? The moment where Kenya is complaining about Nini calling her child a buffalo. Yeah. <clears throat> and she's like, nobody has ever done anything this bad in this group. And oh. And Candy goes... <laughs> Well, I don't think any of you were ever accused of rape. <laughs> yes. And we get that moment. That is why I think this candy is show. <laughs> it is candy show.
2: Wow. True. I mean, I don't think that will ever be topped.
1: When she said that, I had an automatic, like, in my brain flashback to the exact moment it happened and, like, how iconic, like, the reunion, yeah. like, couches were for that.
2: And that was the Nini-less season. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, Wow. (laughs) So we go to the Lohan Beach Club and we are greeted by none other than Panos.
1: The guy from the show, right? I recognized him from the one episode of that show I watched.
2: Yeah. That was exhilarating. He was like very excited to be like to see cameras up.
1: I just like, I wish we could have gotten like Lindsay or even Aliana. Yeah, or Dina. Dina.
2: Uh, we did some team building,
1: and this was smart of Candy, I think, because she realized like they are best when they're doing these like weird exercises and sports things. But like, also, I didn't want to watch. Yeah. It felt like a RuPaul's Drag Race mini challenge to me.
2: Yeah, where where you could like go refresh your water or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She did, she did team them up correctly, though.
1: Yeah, so our teams were Portia and Nini, right? Yeah. Tanya and Kenya. Yep. And Cynthia and Marlowe.
2: Exactly. Like, it would have been too much for it to be Nini and Kenya.
1: And I would have, like, I would have done the exact same thing that Candy did and been the host. I love hosting. Mm-hmm. I love having a microphone in my hands.
2: But, you're, but you are shy,
1: I'm shy sometimes, but I like like in the right situation.
2: Remember Caroline's karaoke?
1: Yeah. Love yeah. love to host, love situ- situational comedy, love improv.
2: Yeah. Yes and.
1: Yes and, which I had to teach you here. Oh, um <laughs> Madonna Mia.
2: <laughs> okay. Yes and let's talk about Goddess Night, which was confusing to me as a concept because I thought the night before was Goddess Night. <laughs>
1: yeah. Every night's Goddess Night.
2: Every night's got a night and Every night we're dealing with like the strays.:
1: The cats, we, you mean?
2: Yeah, we got cats climbing all over the place.:
1: I love the fucking Jellico cats all over the place. It's my favorite part of this trip.
2: I mean, I had Greece as like a place I would like to go. For honeymoon, but no, you don't. Because who knows the cats? Who knows? I mean, who knows if traveling will ever occur again? But like
1: your honeymoon in
2: 2022 2027 yeah. uh <laughs> But uh the cats are definitely like on the con side of the list for Greece. Stop
1: it! They're so cute.
2: Yeah, after watching
1: Tiger King, you'd think
2: it's on I'm, a con. No uh so yeah so we have the goddess night everyone's dressed up like a goddess we are getting greek goddess names
1: oh yeah everyone wants athena so can i tell you something about greek goddesses and gods Uh so i don't know about you but in elementary school i was i was in this thing in georgia called target yeah which is a, a store it's a store, but it's, uh, like, the gifted program oh, for, like, gifted kids. You we had to, have like, a
2: special boy in our class.
1: You had to, like, test into it. And so because I was a part of that every – one day a week in elementary school from, I think, like, fourth and fifth grade, I would go to a special classroom where we would, like, do accelerated learning about, like, in-depth learning about, like, sub- different subject matters, And one of them that I remember, and it was my favorite, was when we did Greek mythology. Uh, We did a deep dive on it. So, like, I know everything.
2: Uh, I mean, I feel like that is, like, a gay boy touch zone. Because I, too, loved the Greek mythology. Well, yeah. And uh, I have, like, a sad story to tell about. (laughs) So... You know, my friend Dave, who is my roommate, uh, who has like a Christmas party every year, a holiday party.
1: Yeah. And the baby.
2: And there's like babies, blah, blah, blah. And it's pretty much mostly heterosexual people in attendance. I think.
1: Wait, the one you did the gaming podcast with?
2: Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Uh, rest in peace. The, the EXP share.
1: And then somebody copied that name. Yeah. Not naming names, but somebody copied that name. Somebody
2: did. Call it out. Uh, So they have like a, not secret Santa, a white elephant where you, you know, you bring up a little present Mm -hmm. and I like thought I had the cutest little present. I found the fucking Greek mythology book that we read on
1: Amazon. Starts with a D. I, I,
2: I gotta find, I can't tell you what it is, but I know what, what it looks like. I'll find it for you and I'll send it to you. So I found that. I just bought it. Uh, Okay. We'll compare notes after this. Okay. But, uh, i found it and it was like so cheap so i was able to th- like in order to reach the maximum i got the book and a nice little throw from west elm okay and then when someone opened it everyone was laughing at me and i thought it would be such a cute <sighs> in demand resin and no one wanted it i was like i want this myself
1: that's exactly. Didn't that happen to you in your other thing too with uh, Alex's family?
2: Oh no! I mean, my, I don't. My gift was like applauded. I just ended up with it happily. Okay, okay so Goddess Night uh, comes to a close with some stupidity. Like this idea of let's act out. I am Nini, and you are Kenya. How did they think this was going to go? It's just like. We just went through last night trying to accomplish the very same thing. Mm -hmm. Nothing has changed.
1: It's like, why sit there and try to start conflict when you could just, like, have conflict? Like, if you want to do conflict, then, like, someone just, like, start doing it. Don't, like, try to sit in a situation where you're, like, talking about it to get there. Does that make sense? You know?
2: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I think we could have gotten there without... An acting challenge. Yeah. But but Candy did have to prepare for her role on the shy. So
1: I'm excited for that.
2: Is, is that still happening? I don't I don't know. Have we
1: seen any photos of her and Lena Waith?
2: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah.
1: I think Atlanta is still solid. It's not been the best season, but I think this trip has like done good things for the season
2: yeah it's definitely a step in the right direction but we're i think we're like wrapping it up soon because obviously we're gonna come back from the trip and just like end it in a few episodes actually uh now that i think about it we have maybe two more episodes
1: and then like we're not gonna get a reunion
2: yeah okay
1: sad okay so should we move on
2: yeah so let's talk about pump
1: would you throw a funeral for your lizard?
2: Rest in peace, dog. <laughs> D-A-U-G. Yeah, I think that is probably yet another Game of Thrones reference. I could be wrong.
1: I, I I have no idea, really.
2: I could be wrong.
1: The cast of Vanderpump Rules only cares about Friends and Game of Thrones.
2: Yes, those are the two touchstones. Mm-hmm. Uh... We're back from Kentucky.
1: Thank God. It was too hot there.
2: Jax is carrying Brittany through the threshold.
1: I was worried about that little dog during it. Did you see the little dog just like aimlessly walking (laughs) in by itself? Like, don't you, don't they think the dog might run away?
2: I mean, that dog probably just like loves the two of them.
1: Yeah, but dogs, dogs who love people run away. Mm. I had a dream about my child. I won't go into it. I had a dream last night about my childhood dog.
2: Wow, it's coming back to haunt you?
1: Yeah, her, her name is Jackie. She was an icon, a legend, and a star. She was the moment.
2: Wow, can I come on now. <laughs> okay, Max has banned Danica from TomTom, and Schwartz is cool with it because he's just agreeable to everything. Can
1: I say something about Danica in this moment? I think she had a star-making moment oh. when she was yelling about her sister bar or whatever she was saying (laughs) i really 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 think that like she had a star making moment i don't i'm not quite sure if she was the woman who had to breathalyze herself she is she is okay okay uh
2: something that drove me up a wall is the like constant use of the phrase 86 is that something people say i
1: don't know i you're isn't that a legal term or something
2: no i think no it's not legal
1: like you've been 86 that's like legal
2: i, I think i heard so. that on judge
1: judy she's gone oh it's baloney you've been 86 you've
2: been 86 i don't i
1: really don't know i have no idea uh it means like you've been kicked out you've been banned
2: it just means you've been ejected or barred someone from a restaurant bar etc
1: oh so it's a restaurant term
2: it's a restaurant term
1: and of course Maxie or whatever likes to use that term because he's a fucking twerp if kelly dodd was here he she would call him a twerp a nerd a
2: nerd <laughs> we need we need her back uh i'm trying to like see what the origin is i can't i can't like
1: maybe 1986 the year before i
2: was born there's like an 86 bedford street in the west village oh nice what's there uh is that where sjp lives there was some. yeah she she's banned everyone <laughs> from, from entering okay let's get back to the pump uh don't worry sandoval and ariana have a shift at sir that they need to take care of
1: i love it you love do? seeing them back yeah we're gonna do it let's do it
2: i mean at least it like it gives interaction between the new kids and the old kids
1: yeah and dana's at the bar like asking them things it's
2: My thing about
1: this is, like, this season I feel like is getting a really bad rap because it's, like, the old kids versus the new kids. But I feel like if it was a different season or an earlier season, Dana could have been introduced in a more uh, organic way that would have actually made her a star. Because I feel like she has – I feel like she has what? She has it.
0: Okay.
2: Okay. I do think like I don't love the new kids, but then I also think if we didn't have them, this season would be even worse. Yeah,
1: definitely, because it is like a little bit of relief, and I am, I'm getting to like know their storylines a little bit.
2: You can you can never remember who blew into the breathalyzer, but you're was it to Danica? Know them. Was it
1: Charlie with an eye? I? I have no idea. It's one of them, but I appreciate yeah. their presence.
2: Yeah. Okay, uh, so we get the dog memorial service at the Mondrian Hotel, which this made me think like, I wonder, I wonder, does Lisa have to like sign off on these other LA venue places? Well, the
1: Mondrian is definitely a place we've been obviously last year. That's where we met Dana for the first time we found out this year. That's oh. where like the- Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The guys went last year and had that, like, weird sweet party. But so you, I bet – I think they have some go-tos. And, I mean, like, I think you can't film everything at Pumps or TomTom. Tom, so no. I'm sure location scouts work with the producers and Lisa's a producer to, like, figure w- what that looks like.
2: But I won- I wonder, like, do they pay to be on the show or are they getting paid to be used?
1: Getting paid, definitely.
2: They're getting paid.
1: Yeah. Huh. I
2: think. I don't... I have no idea. Actually,
1: no, I have no idea. But I'm pretty sure they get paid. I mean, or, usually,
2: like, usually or, when places are scouted, it's like, oh, we want to film here. Can we pay you to use your space? But I think yeah. when you're talking about a show like this that's promoting like... like Lisa Vanderbilt's venues have succeeded because they are featured on this show. It's like, do mm-hmm. you get to the point where you you as another LA hotspot like are asking to be on the show.
1: I don't, I don't know about that. And then I bet you, I bet you, bet you, bet you that like there is a moratorium on filming at certain places. Like I bet you Lisa would never let them film at the Abbey or like,
2: Oh yeah, for sure.
1: Yes. Cantina across the street or like any of the other WeHo places that are similar to what she's serving yeah. yeah
2: okay uh i don't really care that much about jackson and Brittany visiting L- lvp for this mandated lvp well actually lvp is like in a, f- a bunch of scenes this-, this episode
1: yeah she's with them and the tea the- there's like the tea set she gives yep. them and then like she's with
2: james later right and lala pump dogs but we'll get to that uh but at the memorial service Sheena is the Alex McCord of the episode. She is the messenger.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Stassi and Katie, like, what message do you have for me to give to Kristen? I hate it. I know. Like, Sheena is so thirsty to just, like, have scenes that she would definitely be a part of. But then what's funny is that, like, they don't even show her talking to – Kristen, except for like a, a very short flashback and said Kristen is relaying the information to Jackson, Brittany later. Mm-hmm. Uh, but sh- the Witches of WeHo stuff and Katie's busy life montage.
1: That was, I mean, like applaud the editors here. Yeah. Really, 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 really. Katie talking about how busy she is, and then there's, like, a fucking montage of her, like, knitting, like...
2: Puttering around the house. around the house. <laughs> Just, like, yawning.
1: <laughs> Beautiful.
2: Wow. Uh, and they're dragging James May as well, saying that they, too, can go onto print, Pinterest and put some quotes on a T-shirt. I mean...
1: There, I don't think anyone's really wrong in this situation. I think yeah. th- that's accurate.
2: Yeah. Uh we But they were talk- being mean about it. Yeah. We already talked about the Max and Danica. There's also Max and Dana, which I found less interesting. Mm-hmm. Especially because, like, I like Dana and her. She doesn't look great in this in terms of, like, caring about Max.
1: Yeah. I just, like, we want better for you, girl, Dana. Yeah. And I think that means, like my dream yeah dana and ariana
2: are friends or lovers
1: they're both by queens oh yeah so they're both beautiful they're both seem to be good and normal and great
2: yeah why not yeah okay uh let's get to
1: ariana i will say i not to toot my own horn or whatever but she is the nicest she's an i i met her she's the nicest
2: yeah i mean i think everyone knows that yeah she's like the most normal human on the show yeah
1: good person cares about human rights et et etc etc
2: etc (laughs) etc um lala volunteering at pump dogs beautiful now i am i am a little convinced that james and raquel just happened to be there Because Raquel is not one to show up without a stitch of makeup on. Right. She seems a little caught off guard. Mm, But uh,
1: I think you're like falling for like the magic of television.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Do you really think she would show up somewhere and not have makeup on? Like no one does that on these shows.
1: I mean, it's television, baby.
2: Yeah, I guess she's committed to her role. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh,
2: but yeah, so like she and Lala reconfirmed their Saturday coffee date. And then LVP's like, you need to come to my house if you want to talk so mm-hmm. I can have another scene to film. <laughs> but also Lala talking about the wedding to Lisa was pretty funny where she says the wedding was cute. It was exactly what she wanted. That was I mean, a, like, a dig.
1: Lisa kind of dragged Brittany in their earlier scene where like she like was talking about what Brittany looked like walking down the aisle. Yeah. And like it was like mouth open, yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. I think these people knew that the wedding was corny.
2: Yeah. Okay. Uh so let's talk about the lala Raquel date. Mm-hmm. It's one thing to question my character, but it's another thing to diminish my intelligence. And Lala responding, my time is very precious, and I wouldn't waste it on someone who's a true idiot. (sighs) Okay, we got it like reference now, the page six article.
1: Right, but but like Raquel's response was like, Thank you so oh, much. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, means yeah. so much to me. I thought it was so funny that, like, I decided to randomly film my TV screen and post it on Twitter. Yeah. Because it, that interaction was <laughs> hilarious.
2: It was so funny. And then we come to learn that it may not have gone down exactly like that. And I believe Raquel. Mm hmm. Uh, but, like, that's not the, the narrative we're going with. Like, the narrative we're going with is that Lala thinks you're an idiot. Exactly. And especially, like, not 10 minutes later into this episode, she is, like, harassing, Ra- Lala's harassing Raquel again.
1: hmm. At the extra thing.
2: Extra, extra read all about it. Yeah. Uh, I don't really have much to say about the James LVP stuff other than like James is going to AA, allegedly, but then that's put into question by Lala, uh, extra, extra. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. We got the two racist new guys going in his past. uh, Sandoval costumes. Yeah, one thing, and I can address this
1: later about Sandoval, is like he's obsessed with these theme parties and, like, being extra and, like, putting so much money into, like, these costume things, but he always has a bad wig. Isn't yeah. that interesting?
2: Yeah, he doesn't get fully there. And when he's, like, hobbling in with his dad, that was so sad. I know. uh We had Katie Maloney going as Carol Baskin.
1: Shut up.
2: <laughs> uh we have logan back in the picture
1: logan no is in the picture and stirring up drama yeah him and lala walking in together
2: two legends
1: i did like his like tank top look
2: what was extra about it though
1: i just like
2: extra extra room for his chest i guess i don't know (laughs) Yeah, yeah uh okay so we get that flashback of logan like saying I was lying because I was a little bitch or something. Which, in, like, I mean, we we said how strange that was back, back then, but, like, watching it all over again, it, it's, it just sounds so fake. Mm-hmm. You know? And then we learn Lala saying, like, yeah, like, he was just lying because James wanted him to lie for him. Uh, okay. And then the end of it is really the Stasi Katie Kristen stuff. Where where do you fall now with, with the three of them?
1: I mean, definitely with Kristen.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean Kristen's out of her wedding weekend or wedding week psychosis, and like it's definitely looking better episode. Mm-hmm. I
1: like I think it's It's really obvious to me that Katie and Stassi are just, like, so awful to her. Yeah. And so it's making Kristen look much better despite her having, like, a psycho episode last week.
2: Yeah. But also, I think she is taking the Switches of WeHo thing. Seriously. Seriously. And, like, if they all should have taken it seriously. And they should have, like... Teamed up with probably a better distributor than who they they had. Remember right. how it was originally like part of a monthly. You could
1: you could only get it if you were in a monthly thing where you were getting wines delivered to you like every month. and yeah. then they finally were like, "Oh, that's dumb. Yeah, we need to like figure our shit out." Yeah, I think they. But just then didn't it was go, also like
2: super expensive too.
1: Yeah, they didn't go about it right at all, and but I mean like it's one of the few things Kristen has. And it's funny because Katie has less things going on for her personally, but she doesn't care, I guess, because she has the show and then like whatever money Tom, Tom's bringing in, which I don't even think it's anything. Yeah. And then Stassi has, obviously she's got her book and her podcast and everything. So she's in a little bit of a different position. And then, but, it,
2: but if they had like worked the wishes of we thing out, right. That could have been
1: big, yeah. And it's like to me, it's like Stassi was going on tour for her book and her podcast. And it's like that would be a great synergy to like have a Witches of Weho Stassi book tour thing where Katie and Kristen guest, and like they go around the country, they sell a bunch of wine, they like sell a bunch of tickets for this podcast, uh, live thing. Yeah. It would have been
2: great. And if if Bethany has taught us. If you hit it big with the alcoholic beverage thing, hello.
1: If Bethany has taught us anything, exactly.
2: Uh, I mean, this episode was kind of like, fine. But next week looks so psychotic. Mm -hmm. We have LVP touching the horse peen. We have Sheena being called a middle-aged woman. And then, most importantly, the Schwartz versus Katie fight looks psychotic.
1: Uh, Sheena being called a middle aged woman, like, <laughs> put me in a grave.
2: <laughs> and here you are, a zombie back to, to here discuss I am. Okay. So let's wrap this up with some Summer House.
1: Summer should be fun.
2: Yeah. I, I was liking this episode more than last week was too chaotic for me. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: I feel like I could wrap my head around this episode a little bit more.
1: I love this episode. Um, we get some mom action, which is a staple of Summer House. It's kind of like, uh, it's not quite as iconic as like the Berkshires are for Roni or anything like that. Yeah. But the moms always come around. Yeah. And sometimes we have more moms, but this time we just have uh, Batula and Kyle's moms.
2: Yeah, that was good. We usually get Carl's mom too, but she doesn't seem to be around this time. Yeah. Uh, Okay, the mom situation. They're driving in with them. They go out to dinner with them, just the four of them together. Mm -hmm. The big drama is Amanda, quit your job and work for Loverboy. Right. Right. Which, like, sends her into a spiral.
1: And, like, looking at it right now and where we are in this economy, is like, Amanda, please don't quit your job. and Please don't work yeah. for Loverboy, you know?
2: <laughs> exactly. I was thinking of that. Although I wonder, like, how is Loverboy doing? I mean, it might be
1: doing fine as long as they have, like, inventory. Because yeah, I think... distribution, yeah. I think they're part of, like one of the rare industries right now that are actually like thriving yeah yeah
2: yeah but they seem to be like producing out of some garage in like brooklyn or long island or something
1: is it your garage
2: yeah uh unfortunately cannot still find them at the whole foods by me although i have not been in quite some time since i'm trying to space out my visits
1: I know and as we know I went to the Whole Foods by me couldn't find it even though we had a source who found it there. Although
2: mind. I'm also now trying to like support
1: local non
2: non Amazon grocers now I think.
1: Right. So I've been going to I've been going to my local Amish market is what they call it. Oh yeah, I'm very familiar. And then I've also been going to the bodega on the corner because, like, those are the real Gs. Those are the people who know me. Yeah. We've been together for years.
2: Yeah. So, yeah. So who knows where we'll eventually find Leverboy, but hopefully it'll be back in time for summer.
1: Hopefully one day. Um.
2: Hopefully Amanda's able remotely from her graphic design job.
0: Mm-hmm. Which, like,
2: I, I knew that she was a graphic designer, but, like, This reminded me, and it makes sense why the Loverboy packaging is so beautiful.
1: Yeah. I would like her to design us something, maybe.
2: Yeah, I would love that.
1: Can we talk about how Jordan's back?
2: He's back, but I think this might be the grand finale.
1: It's like, we thought he wasn't going to be a cast member, but the past three episodes, he's been all over.
2: He's been a focal point, one might say. And can I say
1: something about Jules? I will... I was skeptical about Jules from the jump, but I will say, I think she has it. And you know what it is? (laughs) The star power to be able to do anything on camera without, like, batting an eyelash. Okay. She was willing, she was willing to tie him up in that (laughs) fully lit bedroom on camera (laughs) Yeah. And potentially do S.E. with him. And handcuff him. Handcuff choke him. him. him and I want to give it out to Jules. I but think cho- she she's a star.
2: The talking about the choking was sending me.
1: I know. But people like what they like, you know? Don't no, I'm not, I'm
2: not shaming it, but like her bringing it to the forefront.
1: I know. But that's yeah. why that's why we like her, because she's willing to bring anything yeah in. she was
2: gonna mention it all and
1: to that extent i i get why jordan was pissed in a little bit of a way but it's like you can't be pissed about that because you're filming a tv show
2: yeah but he was definitely, like,
1: definitely pissed that like she was trying to like do this on camera but like yeah.
2: you're filming a fucking tv show bench. like you've been doing plenty on camera if anything this could have been like your redemption arc like you know You're like a Christian, like, what's the guy in um, uh, Fifty Shades? Christian Grey?
1: Christian Grey, yeah.
2: Yeah. So, like, okay, if that's what excites you, then, like, let's go.
1: Let's go. Vroom, vroom, bench. Um,
2: Okay. Luke seemingly has a a girl on the side. This. Yeah.
1: I'm not even, like, a Hannah Sand, but... I was like, you're really going to do this. This was, this was supposed to be Hannah's week to get with Luke. And like this is what we've all been spending the entire season leading up to. And he's going to pull this shit with the
2: boop-boop-boop-boop-boop-boop. Well, especially when he was trying to push Armand out of the picture. Exactly. That was fucked up.
1: I do like that Lindsay seems to be the glue of the entire group, if you think about it. Like the story about her finding out about the other woman was because her and Luke of all people decided to get dinner the Sunday last week after they went out. And he was like, I'm going to bring my girl. And it was the other woman. Yeah. Yeah. So Lindsay's doing the work off camera to keep people together on camera.
2: I mean, all the women are very much rallying together. Love it. As we move further into the season and they have definitely taken jewels into their coven.
1: And I think because Jules is willing to play. Yeah. And I think Paige, this episode, Paige, when, <laughs> when, when they were doing the trial, when they were doing the trial, when Jules decided to confront Jordan, Paige's performance during that yeah. was Emmy-worthy, <laughs> Grammy-worthy, Oscar-worthy, yeah.
2: and Tony-worthy. Yeah, she, she he got on one scene. Like, Judge
1: Judy, move aside, you, you're you canceled anyways because you supported Bloomberg Bench. So it is now Judge Paige DeSorbo.
2: Yeah, loved her. Uh, now, something that made me a little sad this episode, before we got there, like, they kicked the moms out real quick. Like, the moms had to drive all the way out there for one dinner.
1: I know. And then they had to sleep in the same bed together. Together, yeah, that was true. Like, I was thinking about that and I was thinking about, like past relationships I've had and like knowing their parents and like <laughs> would my mom sleep in a bed with them? And I mean, I don't think so.
2: Uh yeah. Yeah, that was weird. But they're kicked out so that they so the kids could go to Duckwalk.
1: So we famously went famously, to duck walk
2: <laughs> we went to Duckwalk.
1: In the fall of twenty eighteen
2: yeah, for one Jamie Missy's birthday. For
1: one Jamie Missy's Missy's birthday. Once uh we're all out of quarantine and you can go out and about, if you if you drink alcohol and you want to have a fun experience with your friends, there's a service where you can like rent a limo uh, for yeah. the day. It will bring you to three wineries on Long Island. Yeah. And you, you can get have drink like, tickets. You get drink tickets, but then, like on the way in and the way out, you can like have other libations with your friends and fam. A great experience, recommend it. But it brought us to the duck walk, which we saw in this week's episode.
2: So that made me sad seeing like a fun thing I did on TV that you You can't do do right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Uh, but I mean, it was like a a nostalgic feeling
1: Mm -hmm.
2: uh, to be back there. Uh, we have lots of conversations, lots of like side chats. Hannah
1: we get the confrontation between Hannah and Luke. Yeah. And it's like, hmm, it seems like they're together now, which is interesting.
2: I'm I'm happy.
1: I am too. Because I do think that he is a good guy, but I do think like here's the thing. She was with Armand. And so he was looking elsewhere. Yeah. And- I don't think that's necessarily an awful thing for him to be honest about the fact that like he was potentially seeing someone when up until this week, I think I just changed my tune from what I was saying earlier in this episode, but up until this week, she was with someone else. So like, why can't he bop around?
2: Yeah, I think the bad part is him saying she's this other girl is almost my girlfriend. Right. I think that's like the misstep. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, Carl calling it Savvy B instead of Savvy B annoyed me. Oh, true. Yeah.
1: I had some Savvy B during my virtual happy hour with work friends. Oh, wow. Huh. Uh,
2: yeah. So then we get back and then like Lindsay is activated.
1: (laughs) I love when Lindsay's activated.
2: I couldn't really figure out like what triggered this. I think the thing
1: is, I think it's just like, The situation is shitty for her in general. Because she's trying to play it cool being the girl who kind of fell for her best friend, right?
2: Yeah.
1: And he's obviously moving on and she's not ready to move on. So like her feelings, like I'm sure she's fine when she's sober, but when she becomes like a little turnt, you become activated because like the situation is not great for you.
2: I just don't like get like, does she legitimately not have other friends? <laughs> well, I
1: mean, she has plenty of friends, but I mean, w- we saw in the preview that Danielle's going to betray her,
0: potentially.
2: Oh, oh I missed that.
1: You didn't see in the, pre- in the mid-season trailer midseason I forgot,
2: did? I forgot like what happened.
1: Yeah, Danielle like goes after Carl. Oh. You didn't what, see? Did- it was in the mid-season trailer. Well,
2: didn't like Danielle and Carl previously hook up? I think so, I don't know. They've all hooked up with each other.
1: I think this this is more interesting than pump rules because they keep it to this summer house where like the tune is debauchery. Yeah. So the only times reviewing their actual everyday lives is like very minimal. Yeah. And so it's like it's it's a better They're, formula. They but don't have we, to like
2: they don't have to pretend to be doing Things other than just hanging out and drinking. Exactly. Yeah.
1: But, I mean, we might not get it next year.
2: We almost certainly will not.
1: I mean, cameras up and starting in July, maybe.
2: Maybe they could do, like... In, uh, like, let's say things get back to normal in the fall. They, like, go somewhere. Yeah. For For, like... I mean, month.
1: I'm not a doctor. I don't know anything, but like, maybe things will get up back to normal in like the middle of the summer.
2: Yeah, I thought I thought you were Dr. Fauci. <laughs> I'm
1: Dr. Fauci. Where's Dr. Fauci? <laughs> Everyone's screaming.
2: Oh my god. Okay, let's let's wrap this up with the uh, freak of the week and the one true queen. Perfect. The freak of the week this week is
1: one Wendy Williams.
2: Guys, if you have not caught this yet please mm-hmm. Run and not and do not walk to wendy williams's youtube channel
1: this it's so wendy williams despite all of her problems is constantly watchable that's like my opinion about her you know yeah. and this is watchable yeah. but it's also like her sitting and talking nonsense for like 15 minutes just 15 minutes and it did make me realize that I hate when there is a meat that people call a lollipop because mm. she was eating like pork chop lollipops or something. Oops. Say lamb that again. Cho-
2: l- lamb chops are called lamb chop lollipops. It's not pork I, chops. I hate that. Yeah. It's like lollipop, lollipop, ooh lamb, (laughs) lollipop.
1: (laughs) It's nothing bugs me more. Like a lollipop is a lollipop, and a lamb chop is a lamb chop. There's no in between. And when I tweeted about this, people also pointed out how they hated the term cake pops. Mm. Yeah, I'm not mad at, but I see.
2: I don't hate the term cake pop. I just don't like see the appeal of the cake pop right like if i want a sweet treat it's not going to be a little nugget on a stick uh let's go to our one true queens this week
1: so our one true queens are one dorinda medley and one ramona singer for this like feud that they've made up on instagram
2: about like ramona sexily cleaning her toilets and dorinda making fun of her for it
1: Well, it was Ramona. It was Ramon. Well, there was the Ramona uh, cleaning her toilet video, but the one that Dorinda was making fun of was Ramona mopping. Yeah, and Dorinda said that Ramona was mopping incorrectly. Yeah. Um. So then Dorinda then posted a video parroting Ramona, um, where Dorinda was also in a negligee and mopping. And then I guess Ramona made fun of the way that Dorinda brushed her teeth. Yeah. Anyways, there's like this weird feud going on and we just are grateful for them for doing the promo that they need to do for next Thursday, Roni
2: premiering. April 2nd, 9 PM. I mean, normally they'd be on like the Sarah Strahan and Kiki couch Mm -hmm. giggling and talking promoting the new season but like we got to do what we got to do these days i know right ah so that's it for this week babies so don't forget we got patreon content out there for you uh we mentioned it earlier in this episode uh D- new dc episode coming up this week as we mentioned <clears throat> you can follow brendan at not brendan you can follow me at idkidk
1: um join the facebook group please uh, yeah and then join also join the sarah haynes facebook group
2: yeah uh i think neely and the facebook group suggested maybe we'll set up a a night to watch
1: a movie together. a movie
2: and do yeah. a, like a uh like a, a thread in the facebook group
1: yeah so, email us at come through queen at com. yeah
2: and that's it like the subscribe oh oh and oh. <laughs> Like, comment, subscribe, heart, or retweet.
1: Love us, love us, please retweet.
2: We'll see you again next week. Bye. Bye.
0: I want to see you come through, queen. Planning for your next trip?